After beginning their journey in earnest, Octavia and Carhoon face a consequence of the war firsthand. Is their foe truly an enemy? Will they survive long enough to find out? And can you even reason with something that doesn't have a brain? Welcome to Me, My Spouse, and a Die. Welcome to me, my spouse, and a die. I'm Gwyneth, your resident Asimar, Octavia Marguerite Sinclair. And I am Austin, your resident Dungeon Master. If you like what you hear in the next hour, please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes or your preferred podcasting app. The best way for us to grow is by you sharing us with your friends, so share away. We also want to thank everyone who's already left us a review. Specifically, we want to give a shout-out to Quincy Postman. They left us a review and said they'd really been enjoying listening to us and our adventures. So thanks, Quincy. We're so glad you've been enjoying this wild ride. Finally, we want to let y'all know that we're still running our giveaway. Head on over to Twitter. Our handle is at Podcast for more information on how to enter to win an amazing set of Norse Foundry metal dice. So, I am, I am back. I feel much better than I did last episode. <laughs> you sound a bit more uh, together with it. And... I I am sorry that I was a bit uh, under the weather last time, so I am going to try to come back and make for yeah, make up for it <laughs> this week. Well, so... we can excuse you being sick. It is not a moral flaw, so yeah, so I'm feeling better. I hope to have a bit more energy this time. So <laughs> hoping to bring it and make this a good one. It's crazy that this is already episode nine. This is episode nine. I have already uh I've learned much about how to do this and do this better in mm-hmm. uh nine episodes. Mm-hmm. I I have changed up my my microphone setup a little bit. Some of you may have noticed there were a few bumps and and uh, blips in the past several episodes, and that's because uh, my mic was mounted on my desk, which is not the most stable piece of construction, and so every time <laughs> I would uh, touch it, basically, you would hit, get this big old bonk, which was very difficult to edit around, so I have, I have readjusted that. It's now closer to my face. Uh, Always helpful. I am... Being more conscious to always look at my mic when I'm speaking and not turn my head because now I can very clearly uh, hear in past episodes when my head is turned to Mm -hmm. look at a book or look at a dice or write (laughs) something down. Uh I am trying not to click my pen as much because I also, uh, I tried to edit most of those out, but when you're doing it while you are describing something important, it is also difficult to do. (laughs) Uh, So I am, I am learning, I am slowly learning mic etiquette. So, thank you all for bearing with us during this time of discovery. Yeah. I mean, I know I was a little bit weird in the first, like, couple episodes, because it's bizarre to have every every sound you're making be recorded. So I was super, almost, like, paranoid and hyper-observant of every sound I was making, which made it be, like, I feel like I was really stilted with a lot of it. And I think just having a lot of that comfort with having recorded, you know, 
eight episodes so far has hopefully uh, shown a, a, a increase in quality. Um, and so, see, my my problem is that I'm not <laughs> cogent at all of the noises I'm making, and I listen back, and I'm like, oh, yeah, maybe I maybe I shouldn't, you know. All the time. Maybe I should just click my pen once, leave it leave it clicked for the entire episode, and then I can unclick it at the end. Heaven forbid. So. Oh, but no, I'm totally with you. We're getting there. Yeah. I hope you guys have stuck around, and because we plan on continuing to get better. Yeah. And thank you for sticking around for all y'all who already have. Thank you like, for look at this journey around. we've gone on together. Yeah. But I'm I'm good to I'm good to go. I we Me were too. planning on recording this a few days ago, mm-hmm. uh, but I was hit with a big old windstorm mm-hmm. and I lost power for basically the whole day. Uh, I had my computer on, I had like my notes up, I had my recording software up and ready to go. We were on the Discord together. Yeah. We were talking. We were like, "All right, I'm ready to go." And then everything just <laughs> everything died. So I got to wander around my apartment with the candle. <laughs> That was fun. Very moody, very appropriate. Very moody. But now I am I am back and you and Carhoon probably find yourself in a similar ambiance. Yes. Yeah. It is nighttime in a creepy old tower. Oof. Now both of you do have dark vision, so I don't Correct. think anyone has a torch lit currently. Yeah, probably but... not. So for like a human who'd walk in, it would be like super duper creepy. Yeah. So the two of you had entered this old dwarven watchtower, just a little bit off the road that cuts from east to west across the continent of Moir. You had reached here around dusk. The sun had been setting, and you two had thought it might be a, a good place for respite. Mm-hmm. You had entered, and while well, you had looked around and then entered and seen that there were numerous skeletons lying across the floor several small dwarven ones and a larger one that you could not find the head for yeah Uh, it looked like there was quite a battle that took place the two of you had decided to head upstairs because you did not want to sleep with a bunch of bones Uh, so you were on the stairs when a wispy blue mote of energy had risen from the floor incorporated itself into one of these skeletons and risen up Claiming that all of its brothers were dead and that it would have its revenge before it grabbed its weapon and began lunging toward you. So we are just going to jump right in and have everybody off the top roll some initiative. Sounds good. All right. Uh, Octavia rolls an eight. Okay. And Carhoon rolls a... Oh, he rolled really well. Uh, 19. The two of you stand at the bottom of these stairs. Carhoon is up first in our initiative order. Carhoon is the one that looks like the guy. Yes, I I did (laughs) catch that. Okay. (laughs) I got that the one with the longer hair was Octavia. (laughs) Now, because we are using roll 20, be sure to uh, narrate what you are like, where you are moving to. Yes. This is the first time we've actually used roll 24 combat. Everything else has yeah. been theater of the mind. Um, he's going to hold... So... There's only, there's one spirit animating a, a, a skeleton so far. 
Correct. And and how many other skeletons are on the floor? There's a number. You saw about three last time, if I remember correctly. What you gonna do? Carhoon is going to... Is this where the skeleton is? Yes. Okay. Carhoon is going to move towards the skeleton and swing at it with his great axe. All right. Sounds like a 20 to me. Guess what I rolled? A 20? Yeah! Uh, (laughs) Well done. Cheers. All right. That is... Starting things off with a crit. 16 slashing damage. Holy crap. Yep. 2d12, baby. All right. So Carhoon rushes up to this thing brandishing his massive great axe, lifts it high above his head and just brings it down on this skeleton. The skull shatters and goes clinking as as little shards of bone just scatter across the floor. And the bones and and it just goes straight through the rib cage and little vertebrae and femurs and what is it a fibula and a tibia or am I uh, mixing that up something along those lines something like that they go clattering across the floor as the corporeal skeletal body just crumples under this massive blow really yeah really within there is this blue moat there is this still this blue moat that remains okay. uh, and and sort of you hear a s- a disembodied scream of pain echo oh. through you and Carhoon's mind. Oh, I, I really wanted Octavia to go first because she would have reacted totally differently. That's so sad. Well, it is this spirit's turn. All right. Oh, that's terrifying. Well, just throw that up. I just put a, another token on the board, which is a little like blue spirit guy. This spirit. Spirit moves away from Carhoon. Does he incur? If Carhoon wishes to take an opportunity attack, yes. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's a very Carhoon type of thing. Uh, He rolled a critical fail. Oh, (laughs) 20 and a 1. Yeah. Carhoon's starting off at both ends of the spectrum. I know. Yeah. After that resounding hit, uh, Carhoon whiffs through the body of this incorporeal spirit as it floats hauntingly across the room to another one of the skeletons. Okay. And uh, you can see it enter the body. And much like only a few seconds ago... (laughs) Literally six seconds. (laughs) The bones clatter together and reassemble themselves into one coherent skeletal body. And I'm just going to use this same guy because Sounds I don't want to add in another token. Sounds good. Oh, it is your turn. Okay. As another skeleton rises. Okay. Octavia is going to take a step forward. Oh, wait, shoot. Oh, oh. no. Oh. No, sorry. Mid. I'm good. Yep, that was uh, its turn. Yep, go. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, <laughs> she's going to take a step forward and mm-hmm. as her action... She is going to release her incorporeal wings. 
released hounds. Yes. Sorry. Continue. Except, except wings. Not release hounds. the wings. There you go. Thank you. Um, right. She's going to release, uh, release her wings, and she's going to imbue her, as a bonus action. She's going to imbue her staff with shillelagh, and she's going to speak to the spirit. Uh, allowing kind of her Asimar nature to, you know, show, and she's going to say, um, Spirit, we mean you and your family no harm. Your enemies are our enemies, and we would help you return to rest where you can be with your family once again. Are you trying to make a charisma check? Yeah, or something. She just kind of she she. I've been thinking about this since we've played last, like a lot, actually. And she really doesn't want to hurt it necessarily because this is a you know some poor spirit who is you know probably I don't know if these were literally the spirit's siblings or whatever, but saw their you know at least. S- siblings in arms cut probably cut down like in front of them and it's no you know not some malevolent monster whose only goal is destruction per se it's it's a twisted being and you know Octavia doesn't have really an issue fighting you know kobolds or some of the other monsters that had entrapped her and her family and like Ansel for all these years but this is a different thing altogether. And so she's wanting to see if she, there's a different way that she can deal with it. And she, her thought is by like releasing her wings, kind of showing that she's almost an emissary of the gods, like potentially that, you know, she's not, she's not a cleric or anything, but potentially that manifestation of divinity would, I don't know, do something. That's all I got. Okay, you can roll a persuasion check. Okay. She's okay. She's decent, decently persuasive. Ooh, that would be a twenty-one. Twenty-one. Your wings light up the uh, the room mm-hmm. with a holy light as you speak these words towards this spirit. It bony jaw clacks open and it responds to you but it says rest there will be no rest and then it looks like it's gonna come for you okay it is Carhoon's turn at the top of the initiative order alright um he respects Octavia <laughs> um, and what she's trying to do, but he's a bit more of a I'll punch him type of a person. So he's going to 5, 10, 15. He is going to rush over again and get into this other skeleton's grill and once again swing at it with his great axe. Alrighty. 15 to hit. That is a hit. Nice. All right. So he does eight slashing damage. All right. Carhoon brings his axe around for another mighty blow against the skeleton and chips of bone fly into the nearby wall. Oof, but gross. it does not fall. Okay. It is 
the skeletal spirit's turn. And it's it gonna do? lifts its short sword up to attack Carhoon. Uh. Oh, no. That's going to be a miss. Oh, no. It begins. Guys, see, it's funny when you have a player who consistently rolls like crap. Like, there's always that one person who, like, yeah. can't roll above a 10 the whole game. It's not fun when, when the dungeon master can't roll, because then yeah. no one's being challenged. I, it misses. I could roll for you. No, <laughs> I could I'm just good. be the designated roller. Would you, would it be better I'm if you gonna used I'm going to stick with this die for a little while, yeah. and then I'm going to move on to another one if things don't improve. Put it in so, dice timeout. It, <laughs> it swings and misses. So, we come around to you, Octavia, making this grand gesture that doesn't seem to have swayed this vengeful spirit's moods. Mood. She sighs, bows her head, and says, So be it, if we can give you rest through this manner, let Absalom show you the way home. And she also moves forward, and she is going to swing at the skeleton with her staff. Okay. Fifteen. Fifteen is a hit. Nice. All right. So she has shillelagh enacted right now. So I'm going okay. to. Okay. Oh, max damage of eleven. Eleven. Ooh, wow. And. When my wings are out, I deal extra radiant damage equal to my level. Okay. So he takes, this, uh, the, the spirit takes three radiant damage. Your blow crushes the skull of this skeleton mm-hmm. as well. Leaving this spirit potentially vulnerable. Oh, right. Yeah, because it's not in a host. It is not in a host. The skeleton crumples to the ground, the aged bones uh, just falling in a pile at your feet. It is Carhoon's turn. You know the spirit will go next. It, it, does it seem like an incorporeal spirit? Like, or does it seem, is it just seem like light? Roll a religion check. Ooh. Why is my religion? <laughs> It is not good at all, because Octavia's real dumb. Oh, but 18? 18. Rolled a uh, natural it's... 19. Her religion is one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this thing, it is a specter, specter. which is sort of a spirit that uh, angry wrathful, vengeful mm. spirit that is, is sort of kept alive by the uh, its burning hate and the tragic circumstances oh. of its death. That's so sad. Oh my gosh. You know that it's incorporeal in the sense that you know, stabbing it with a sword isn't going to be as effective as some other things. Okay. But it's not but like it's you, just... Gonna... You can like hit it with okay. physical damage. I can? You you can, okay. yes. Well, uh, it just may not be as effective, effective. as certain okay. things. <laughs> this is kind of metagaming. Would I know if magical attacks would do more or less damage to a quasi-incorporeal creature? In general, 
you are not sure. Okay. You know that. Would Carhoon know this? Depends on the. Uh, it depends on the element. I'll say that. Okay. You know, these things may be resistant to certain types of physical damage. Okay. Hmm. Well, hmm. Car- what does Carhoon, Carhoon do? sees this and sees this, you know, light creature, creature made out of energy um, in front of him and say, <laughs> oh, Oh, that's awful. Oh my gosh. Oh, and so he is going to take a hand off of his gray axe and place it towards the brow of this uh, creature. And he's going to try to shock and grasp him. Shock and grasp. All right. All right. Twelve. Twelve is just barely a hit. Yay! So he, this creature is going to take some lightning. Oh, rolled max damage. So that is eight lightning damage towards this creature. So Carhoon just like places his hand out like towards the, towards the face of this creature and -hmm. just sparks, you know, fly from his fingertips towards the creature. Okay. Carhoon does that and it does recoil in... uh, Pain. Mm-hmm. You feel like maybe that one wasn't as effective as it potentially could have. Okay. Yeah. Could could have been. So this thing, it is going to. It reaches out a spindly hand at. It's going to reach out at you. Okay. Because you destroyed this physical body. Yeah. And it is going to attempt to attack you. Alrighty. With yes, <laughs> twenty-three to hit. That does indeed hit. You take nine points of necrotic damage. Ooh! Except I have make a Constitution oh. saving throw, please. Okay, sorry, can you tell me one second about resistance? Take half. Half. So round yep. down or round up? Four. Yeah, okay. round down. I realized, I think it was episode 7, I was. I thought the rule was round up. It's definitely round down. It's always been round totally down. Totally fine. We can all have moments when we're like, what, what are words? What are things? I do that all the time. Goodness gracious. <laughs> oh, I'd say you said a, a con saving throw? Mm-hmm. Or, okay. Constitution saving. Uh-oh, that is only a 12. Uh, 12, it's not a very hard check. You just passed Woo! it. As you feel the icy, cold energy leave your body. Oof. This thing then just floats directly through you. Oh, gross. Uh, it comes Does up and... that incur? Yes, if you or I guess you and Carhoon. Both Carhoon and I would like to make opportunity attacks. So right, n- it floats... Through you, like through through you, and the two of you can take a free swing. Okay, so because Carhoon had lifted one of his hands from his great axe for his prior action, can he put his hand back on his great axe and swing with his great yeah, axe? Is that fine? Okay, so yep. he is going to, seeing how ineffective his shocking grasp was, he is going to sw- do what he does best and just swing at it with his great axe. Um, that is oh, that is an eighteen to hit. 
Yep. All right, that will be uh, not very great. That is only five slashing damage. Okay. All right. And you? And I would like to swing at it with my staff. Ooh, 24. That is also hit. Nice. Ooh. Nine um, bludgeoning, I guess. Shillelagh doesn't change the type of damage, right? It would not, but tell me about Shillelagh. Does uh, Shillelagh's staff count as a magical weapon? I think... Let me read. I do... Yes, it does. Becomes magical. All right. And it also takes three points of radiant damage. Okay. Perfect. That is its turn. It rushes up here, and you can see it's about to incorporate itself into another Mm. skeletal body. Is that the last one, it seems like? Yes. Okay. Or the last dwarf-sized one? Yeah, the last dwarf-sized one. And it is Octavia's turn. Oh, all right. Well, um, this show pony doesn't have a bunch of tricks right now. Um, She's going to take a step forward again and... Take another swing <laughs> with her with her grandmother's staff at this creature again. Hot dang! I keep rolling 19s and not 20s, which is great. But I just want to roll a 20. Um, that is 24 to hit. 24 to hit. That hits. And I rolled the same damage. Nine uh, bludgeoning from Shillelagh is magical, and then again three radiant damage. Okay. Yeah, you get another good piece of piece of hit against this thing. Awesome. And it comes to Carhoon's turn, top of the round. Alrighty, um, he is is similarly going to um, uh, rush over, and before this thing can get into another body, he is going to take another swing with his great axe again. Okay, that's not great. Uh-huh. 13. 13 is... Yeah, that is it. Okay, perfect. So, one, two, eight. It takes 10 slashing damage. Oh, Not magical. As far as I know. I mean, Carhoon could have a magical great axe that he's not told Octavia about. Carhoon takes another good swing, and uh, the axe meets some resistance as it passes through this sort of... Uh, formless shape, mm. but it does not die. All right. It enters the third dwarfen skeletal body and hoists its sword at. Uh, both of you have done significant damage, yeah. so. Smiley face dice! It's gonna strike at Carhoon. Mm, okay. Come on, baby. That is a 20. No, sorry. 17. Oh, 17 hit. still hits. Yay! <laughs> Finally. Good job, Skelly. And I know. It, it's like I shouldn't be excited for you to hit, but you've hit so infrequently that I'm always like, yay, man, you get a hit I in. Be, I know. I, you are going through a real dry streak. Like, I've a rolled really nine bad episodes. For the past eight episodes, yeah. Dry streak. But it roll it hits Carhoon for five points of damage Alrighty. as this rusted ancient sword cuts into him. Ugh, gross. Probably has like mm-hmm. 
what is it, tetanus that you get from like gross, rusty stuff? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Probably uh, Octavia. There. <laughs> Octavia. Octavia, it died is your of lockjaw. Turn. All right, she is going to again uh, swing at this now corporeal skeleton again with Shillelagh or, or with her staff imbued with its powers. That is a 23 to hit. 23 to hit. I've rolled two 19s and an 18 in a row, so I'm like, okay. Oh, that's not... That is only five points of bludgeoning, but again, three points of radiant. Three points of radiant. Mm-hmm. Okay. You bring your staff down on the skeleton, and as easily as the other two, the aged bones crumble Ugh. under the force of your blow. Yeah, just like turn to dust, probably. As it crumbles, and the spirit is once again removed from the host, it cries out, Vengeance will be mine! Oh, no. And it is Carhoon's turn. Does it, does it move or say anything? It's not its turn yet. Oh, okay. Um, Carhoon again, he has this creature in front of him, and he's just gonna swing at it again. Oh, good. Carhoon rolls a 23. How? If you roll below like a 20 this whole encounter? No, I've, I've been rolling in the, um, I haven't rolled below like a 17. Jeez. Oh, no, I, I take that back. Carhoon's been rolling some, um, sevens and some eights, but he has just a, a, a big, he has a great plus to hit with his great axe, so it's been... Okay, we're gonna, we need to, uh, trade trade dice. This is actually one of your old dice <laughs> that you gave to me. <laughs> it's, the, it's the black one with the white lettering, one of the ones that's just some random d20. Not a part of a set. <sighs> I know! That's why I'm gonna feel bad. I'm like, I took your mojo from you. You did. So you did. I haven't. I haven't rolled very well in a long time. Well, then it's all maybe your fault. I need to return your childhood dice to you. Anyway, that's it. All right, he will roll some damage. Um, that is eight slashing damage. Eight slashing damage. Mm-hmm. Good hit. Thank good you. Hit. Thank you. It's hard to tell how good a ghost is looking. Is it bleeding? Is there <laughs> ghost <laughs> so. blood? What color is ghost blood? That's a great question, right? but it, it is not uh, dissipated yet. Tweet at and us. It Tell us what is. color you think ghost blood is. <laughs> it's turn. And having noticed that the two of you are beating the crap out of it cool. when it uh, leaves your space, it sinks into the ground. What? Yeah. It sinks into the ground and you're not sure uh. what is happening. Does that still mean it technically leaves a threatened square? Nope. Eh. <laughs> Gotta try. That is why it did it. So, uh, okay. uh, you're not sure where it has gone, what it has done, but it is your turn. What does Octavia do? This thing just melds into the dirt beneath this pile of crushed bone and the light is gone from the tower. She is going to move to the center of this room. Okay. And she's going to ready an action. If she sees the spirit pop back up, she will attack it with her staff. Oh. Okay. 
Now that it would require it to appear within melee range, because you can't move as part of a readied action. Oh, really? Um, yeah, it's just like ready in a standard action. You know what, actually what she's going to go do? What's she going to do? <sighs> I don't know. She kind of hates doing this, but she's going to go over and she's going to smash up the skeleton of the headless creature beast thing that was by the stairs. Uh, roll a strength. Actually, uh, are you attack? Are you hitting it with your uh, your staff? Yes. Okay, roll an attack roll. Okay. 17. 17, okay. Roll a damage. Okay. Oh, that's good damage. I did max damage of 11 legending. And then I don't know if I can do radiant damage to a skeleton. Yeah, what would it be? Just three, just my level. Okay. Yeah, you uh, start cracking up this this skeleton. What does Carhoon do? He's probably going to kind of see what Octavia's thinking, kind of being like, you know, let's destroy the hosts so that it can't, you know, attack us <laughs> again mm-hmm. in uh, some big skeleton bodies. So he is also going to come over and start um, chipping away at this this larger skeleton with his great axe. Okay. So he's just going to make a normal attack against it? Yep. Um, 15. Yep. All right. Oh, it rolled for forever, and then I rolled max damage. 14 slashing damage. Oh, okay. Non-magical. So, you think that was probably a smart idea, what you and Carhoon just uh, did? Because... After a few seconds, this blue glow rises up in front of you, but it's mm. sort of shaking something from the the dust and out of a small bit of bit of rubble, uh, let's say, a bit of crumpled where where part of the wall had crumpled in, and there's some loose masonry and some rocks and pebbles and dust coating a small section underneath these stairs. Mm-hmm. This blue moat lifts up. Mm. It is. The skull of this skeleton. Oh my gosh! Oh. But it is not a humanoid skull. <gasps> it is the skull of a large bull. Oh my gosh! Oh my god! I was not ex- I was not expecting that. <gasps> I was thinking like the troll s- giant. Oh my gosh! Nope. The skull rises up about 10 feet in the air and the rest of the bones begin assembling underneath it as it forms the skeleton of a minotaur and it reaches down next to it and pulls up the massive great axe next to it as it looks at the two of you. And it is going to... All right. It is going to lift its great axe and take a swing at you. Okay. Come on, baby. Come on, Dice. Come on. Come on, baby. Come on. Give me something here. There we go. There we go. All right. All that complaining is worth it now because that's a 22. (laughs) That does indeed hit, my love. (laughs) All right. Come on, babies. I am not looking forward to this damage. Ah, That's not bad. 
you take 14 points of slashing damage. Holy cow! I rolled pretty... I rolled poorly on my damage, too. Oh, my gosh. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, like, Octavia's a teeny bit squishy. Like, this... Oh, holy cow. 14. 14. I hope we get there at some point, not to throw you under the bus, but I do have some slightly revised homebrewed rules on death and dying to make things a bit more interesting for a one-on-one podcast, but we will see if we get there or not. Hoping she'd last longer than nine episodes. I'm like, I like her. I feel like I'm just like getting to know Octavia better. I don't want her to die yet. All right. Holy Uh, cow. It (gasps) slashes at you. Okay. And... I think it's just gonna it's gonna stay where it is. Okay. For the time being. Wow, so even the parts of like the destroyed skeleton, like I'm imagining kinda like the light being like the sinews and like almost knitting it together kind of thing, like being the muscles and like because yeah. we like destroyed it a little bit to like knit it put it back together type of thing. Oh it's mm-hmm. super cool and terrifying. Indeed. Yikes. Alright. Oof. It is your turn. Okay. In fact. Wow. Well, seeing that, if that was not even great amount of damage, and that hurt Octavia quite a bit, she is going to look at this beast and say, well, the only fitting form to attack something such as you is as a giant brown bear. So she is going to wild shape into a brown bear and then lunge at this creature. Okay. All right. So she is going to use her multi-attack. So she is going to bite at it. (laughs) I rolled another 19. Jeez. <laughs> not even fudging, like not even. Um, uh, I didn't roll great. That is only six piercing. Okay. But I still have my wings out, and so That's true. I will still deal three radiant damage. Okay. I'm also gonna slash at it with my claws. Okay. That's a crit fail. Oh, okay. I thought it was a 20, and I was about to be like, you've got to be freaking kidding me. I wanted me. to hype it up so that <laughs> you would think it was a 20, but I'm like, it's the opposite. So I roll a crit <laughs> fail. Yay, finally. Yes, a roll. Goes, well, I guess Carcoon crit failed earlier. so That's true. He rolled a tw- the 20 and then the 1. <laughs> Flip-flopped. Nice. All right. All right. So that is the end of Octane. Unless you want me to do something with the fail... Nope, nope. Okay. I don't. I don't usually do that. Sounds good. So that is all that she does. And she snarls at him. It's okay. It is Carhoon's turn. All right. So he is going to also see this beast, and so he is going to say in his accent, you know, great axe for great axe, and hoists his own great axe above his head to. Slash down on this creature. Okay. Oh, guess what that was? Natural one. 
A two. Hey, all right. I'm assuming an eight does not hit. An eight is a miss. Man, so, finally. Goodness. Oh. There you go. Oh. After Balance you roll in like things. 20s and 20s and 20s and 20s and 20s. <laughs> I don't think it's it nice. that many 20s. It is nice. It is nice. <laughs> all right. All right. This fight. Okay. I'm feeling better about it now. Cool. 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 You hurt Octavia too with that hit. Like. That's good. It's like the first time I've done any significant damage to either of you. So. All right. It is this thing's turn. Oh, dear. It is. Oh. Uh oh. You sound excited, which is terrifying. I know what I'm going to do. Uh oh. I think I do. Yes. It is going to move. Boop. Boop. So Carhoon can take an opportunity attack if he likes. He will. All right, that's a little bit better. That's a 22. That's a hit. <laughs> uh, six slashing damage. Six slashing damage. Okay. And then... Uh, oh, but Carhoon, wasn't he adjacent to me as He well? hasn't left your threatened square. Oh, does he... Wait, does he take up like four squares? Yep. Oh, I didn't catch that. Okay. It is large. Uh, oh, that's even more terrifying. Oh my so gosh. it hasn't, yeah, it has not left its threat. Okay. It moves back and then you see it sort of lower its head and it snorts. No. Oh, and then no. it scruffs its leg. No. And charges towards Carhoon. Oh, no. And makes a gore attack. <sighs> Oh my gosh. Carhoon didn't baby. even invent the internet. <laughs> That's pretty good. Oh no. <laughs> sorry. I only roll a 10. Oh, I'm so sorry, Bun. Son of a gun. That's not hit. Man, that was going to be cool. Crap. All right. Um, It is your turn. Your turn. Yes. Okay. Well, if I am still um, within melee, which is terrifying that this creature is so large. Actually, um, wait, hold on. It oh, might wait. Move. I'm a large beast as well. How are you? Yes. Brown bears I large? Forgot. Okay. Brown bears are large. <laughs> I'm so big! Oh my gosh! Oh! I really wonder how much I weigh. I don't, I have no idea how much bears weigh. I'm huge. Oh my gosh. I mean, not technically huge, but this is so exciting. All right, I am going to bite at the Minotaur. Oh, I just rolled a d12. That's not very helpful. No, you, you can go with that one. You can go with that. That's fine. Oh, but I rolled a natural 18. How? I'm How? so sorry. How? How are you rolling like this? Oh you have loaded God. dice. I don't. It's your die. You, it's loaded. Oh, I just rolled max damage. <laughs> You've rolled max damage like four times. I know. Stop DA, it. This DA is blessing me. <laughs> Stop it. So that's 12 piercing damage. Okay. Oh, I guess I actually, um, I, I should clarify. So this radiant damage that I do, it, it says that I deal this... Uh, additional radiant damage when I hit with a spell or a weapon um, do my like bite and claws count as like a natural weapon 
You can deal extra radiant damage to one target when you deal damage with an attack or a spell. So yes, you it count. Oh, is it attack or spell? Okay, not actually weapon. Sorry, that was my own poor paraphrasing that led to the confusion. All right, so <laughs> long story short to say, he, the Minotaur takes an additional three radiant damage, and then Octavia is going to follow that up by clawing at it. All right, that is only a 15. 15 is a hit. These things oh, don't okay. have a ton of armor. I wasn't sure with it if it still had armor from when it was alive previously or whatever. Nine slashing. Nine slashing damage. Okay. You take a good chunk and you can see cracks starting to form in the bones here. Uh, It is not looking too good. Octavia bellows at it. (laughs) It is Carhoon's turn. All right, again. Great axe to great axe. He is going to swing at the Minotaur with his own great axe. All right, that is a 13. 13 is a hit. Okay. Alrighty, that is. <laughs> Max damage? Yeah. This is my kill bill set. So that's 14 slashing damage. 14 slashing damage. Well, at a literal, I think like over half your attacks, you've rolled max damage. I've rolled a bunch of, I don't remember the last time I've rolled so many max damage. I will fall. I will fall off this peak of rolling well. I don't know. I don't know. I've never, ever rolled this well. In our other, the other campaign that we're doing, I'm not rolling very well at all. It's really just today, so... I'm just going to give everything an AC of, like, 20 from now on. Well, I mean, Carhoon has a plus six to hit. Yeah, I know. Carhoon's so thing like, is hitting things. That's yeah, what he does. Yeah, so, I mean, he's obviously going to hit. And it is It is what he does. Yeah. Uh, but regardless, that swing scatters the bones of this minotaur across the Oh, floor. man. As the massive horned skull, which didn't get to gore anyone... Clatters to the ground, leaving the spirit still there. Oh my gosh. Screaming in rage. Oh man. And it is its turn. Okay. You as a bear have not been touched, correct? Correct. Carhoon as a person has not been? No, touched? he's been hit. Okay. He was hit with the um the rusty short sword. Oh, uh, that's right, not for skeletons. much. So it's gonna Smiley face dice? It's going to float over to Karin. Karin. And it is going to reach its hand out and try to life drain. Oh! I rolled a d12. Let's try that again. (laughs) I did that earlier too. A minute. There, we're, yay! That is a twenty-two. That does hit. All right, let's do some damage. Let's do some damage. <laughs> that is, ooh, thirteen points of necrotic damage. Oh my gosh! And I need Carhoon to roll a Constitution saving throw. Holy cow! That is a fifteen. 
15, Carhoon passes. Okay. As the ghostly wisp tries to suck some life out of him. Ugh, it's awful. Okay. It is your turn. This thing <laughs> is not looking. Oh, oh, sorry. Oh, there's a cat jumping. He just hit my mic. Oh, <laughs> I heard a, I heard a bump. I was wondering Fry what pan. that was. Oh. Pan. No, you gotta get out of here. Come here, bud. Uh, hi, Fry. Daddy's doing combat, Fry. Come on, come on, bud. Oh, oh there we go. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, do you uh, want to purr for the microphone? No, you don't, cause you're. No. Okay, <laughs> Hey, stop it. He's like, I want to play. I want to be a big cat. I want to be a panther. All right, it's your turn. All right, this bear is going to come over and try to chomp at this spirit like a little salmon floating down the stream. Okay. Oh, bun. Natural 20. Oh, bun. Natural 20. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yep. Roll. That's a hit. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay. Well, I did not roll great damage, so that is only nine piercing damage. Only nine piercing Yes, and I am not damage. magical, so as far as I know. Well, over the course of this combat, you guys have dealt a buttload. Buttload. Of damage into this thing. It is a thing. scientific term. And that claw is enough to finish it off. Mm, oh no! What does <gasps> Bear Oct, Oct Berry Octavia Bear <laughs> Beartavia do? There you go. Does she see it kind of starting to dissipate? Like, yeah, sure. She'll unwild shape and kind of. Yeah, she's gonna kind of like bow her head and kind of almost kneel before it. Not almost kneel. She's like, yeah, she's gonna take a knee before the the creature as it is, you know, kind of imagining, you know, the stereotypical like lines going in front of it and it's shrieking and it's like getting skinnier and dissipating like upwards and downwards. And she's going to say, uh, may you find rest. Rest with the gods, my friend, and peace from this world that does not know it. Ah! Oh my gosh, that scared me! I was not expecting that! Oh my gosh, oh my heart rate! Sorry! (laughs) That was terrifying. Anyway, it screams and disappears and melts mm. into a, a pile of sort of like slightly glowing blue dust on the floor. Ugh. That's so sad. <sighs> and the combat is over. Holy cow. Well, it was a it was a long one. I got a few good hits in. So yeah, about that, that was a good one. I liked it doing all of being in all of the different bodies. That was cool. Yeah. Well, Octavian Carhoon will, I guess, continue up the stairs. um, Unless there is, is there anything of interest here on this first floor? Uh, roll, roll another perception check. Okay, now that we're actually in here. Battle. 
Oh, that's like nine. Nine. Uh, yeah, you don't you don't notice anything. Okay. Um, actually, I also want to. Do we can we tell whether or not this battle alerted anyone to our presence? Well, it's hard to say because you're okay. in a tower, right? Just like you're in a building, so you can't really see outside. You don't necessarily. Do you we can't really tell anything? with your perception check of nine. Well, can I roll a different one since I'm looking for here, trying to perceive something different? Sure. Okay. <laughs> ah, that's a bit better. How about a 21? Nothing seems to be stirring outside okay. that you can detect. Okay. Um, in that case, we are going to plop up the stairs then, as we had originally been planning on. Okay. You leave behind this room full of scattered bones. It occurs to you now that uh, this minotaur had probably done battle with these dwarves and they had all fallen mm-hmm. in the aftermath um, and Ugh, the vengeful ghost of one really of these sad. dwarves has haunted this tower since Ooh. but the two of you somberly head up the stairs mm-hmm. you find the top of the tower is empty after you've climbed up these crumbling stairs there's a few places in this well, it forms a wraparound uh, obser- observation deck, a sort of lookout. There's a roof overhead, uh, a-, a stone roof and pillars on each of the corners that holds it up. Okay. Parts of the floor around the edges are maybe crumbling a little bit, but it looks like it's enough space to to stay and to make to make a night. Okay. It overlooks the plains to the west, which stretch far off into the dusky night. Mm-hmm. And to the east, you can just make out, well, in the daytime, you would just be able to make out the vast range of Absalon's tail far on the horizon, mm-hmm. standing vigil with you throughout the night. What? So, what would you like to do? Well, um, this seems like a pretty defensible position. Um you know, people couldn't really just sneak up on us type of thing. Uh, so we'll probably, I mean, we came here to rest. Um, so that's probably what we're going to do. It's a little bit of a kind of somber, creepy place. Um, we're obviously not going to be lighting a fire. So we don't all of a sudden become like a lighthouse to everyone to let them know that we are here. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um uh. I just I'm thinking of that scene from Mulan. Now all of China knows you're here. And I'm like, we're not gonna be we're not gonna be doing that. Um but we're probably going to take a rest up here. Okay. The two of you take a take a rest and you make yourselves as comfortable as you can in a yeah. tower with a bunch of skeletons in the bottom oh, of it. Yeah. I mean, Octavia's definitely, like... Or you like, just fought a ghost. Yeah, it's, like, definitely creepy, but it's also, like, you know, where else are you going to be able to find a tower where you can spend the night as opposed to just, like, oh, let's see what tree we can hide behind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like... So, night passes. Okay. And the morning comes, and the sun hits your face, waking the two of you up, whoever had uh, been taking the, the last watch. Uh, Probably Carhoon, first watch. since he needs to, he doesn't even need to sleep, and I do. 
But the, the morning sun wakes you up, and as you awake to this new lit domain around you, you can make out more than you could in the night. You can see the mountain <laughs> range. Uh, off to your north, you can see, uh, just sort of on the edges of your vision, you can see the the road far in the distance that cuts through the middle of Moir that mm-hmm. runs from the mountain city of Grudnikov over to the western coast of Stegpine. Is there a name for this road? No. Okay. We can call it Main Street. The Great East the Great West Road. road. <laughs> <laughs> Route 66. There you go. <laughs> I don't know. Something like that. All right. Sounds good. Anyway. Hopefully they're better than PennDOT. Yeah. <laughs> oh, PennDOT. <laughs> As you two are making, breaking your camp, you're mm-hmm. packing your things up, you're preparing to move on and cut your way north and continue on toward Montignon. You begin to feel something. Uh-oh. Feel something bad or feel something good? You begin to feel a rumbling that you weren't aware of when it first started, but oh, now no. you can feel it building in the ground beneath your feet. Oh, no. And to you... It is very familiar rumbling because it feels like a rumbling that you felt 15 years ago. <gasps> oh my gosh. From your vantage point on top of this tower, oh my you begin gosh. seeing a shape coming down the road from the east. <gasps> a massive shadow that is crawling its way out of the mountains, away from Gurundukov, and relentlessly marching towards you down the road. Oh my gosh. And we'll pick up there next episode. Oh oh my gosh. Oh, that's crazy. I am so glad we are in here and not behind a tree. (laughs) Man. Oh, all right. Man. All right, friends, if you like what you heard, please write, review, and subscribe on iTunes. The best way for us to grow and reach more people like you is for you to share us with your friends. So please tell your RPG group about us or any of your nerdy friends or non-nerdy friends you think might be interested. If you want to get in touch with us, please shoot us an email at me, my spouse, and a die at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from y'all, and we always try to respond to each message we get. Catch y'all next week. <laughs> <laughs>